Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau, and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work Life Wine Time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 42. This is Dora and I'm here today and I'm super, super excited to introduce our special guest um, and work wife herself, Kerry Gravina. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, (laughs) Kerry's had an amazing career, including jewellery making, looking after and showing deadly animals to tourists, um, admin and accounts roles, tarot and oracle card reading, Um, She's worked in events. She's taught a series of cooking classes, um, which has also led her into working for the not-for-profit and helping people get back into education and and employment. Sorry, And now she's a coach working with women. Um, She's also a mum to adult children. Kerry, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so happy to be here too. This is going to be so much fun. Awesome. Um, You've had quite a career. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it and how it got you to where you are now? Um, yeah, sure. Like, um, I get bored really easily. I think that's the the bottom line. So I'll go in, I'll go learn something, and then I'm like, oh, I'm done. What's the next thing? And I think, well, I know that it's more that intuitive, being led intuitively to the next thing that's going to take you to where you need to be at. So that's really what I teach people is to to trust that that nudge from the universe that maybe you need to change careers. Maybe you need to explore that job that doesn't seem to have anything to do with the thing you're doing now or the place you want to get to. Um, Just kind of jump in and see where it takes you because all of those things have led me to be able to do what I do. And they give me experiences, lots of life experiences that you can relate back to people, just generally people. And I love business and of course being a woman myself I get all of the the barriers and the trials and tribulations that women go through just to get to live the life of their dreams yeah absolutely that's really powerful because I know in the past I've heard people say you know oh that person can't stay in the same job for too long but really it's about you know what's the next thing and and taking all your learnings and growing into your next role yeah some people are happy to stay with the same company and do the same thing and that's that's awesome because that suits them but if it doesn't suit you because that's the way things have always been done it doesn't mean you have to do things the way they've always been done right yeah absolutely tell us a little bit about your coaching business and what you help people with so i help people untangle their thought processes so part of the coaching is to most people could do a um you know, it's like a big tangle of string, really. They've got so many things going on in there and it's all it's, it's all a bit chaotic. So I sit down with people and I help them unravel that, that ball of string and work out what things they can keep or they want to keep there in their life and what things can go or they can hand back to to maybe a partner in their, their life. Maybe maybe somehow they've ended up taking on all of the, the weight of the bills, paying paying the bills, like organising that stuff. And because hubby's gone, oh, I can't be bothered or it's too hard or, you know, any of those things that can happen. Well, maybe they need to hand it back and say, oh, can you take this over? It's just little things like that that frees up some space and it starts to unravel you and untangle you. Suddenly you have room in your brain to put in the things that light you up, that make you happy. So that's what I, the first thing I work on with people when they come see me. We do a little energetic reading, of course, because I love my tarot cards and my oracle cards. And it's a great visual representation of where somebody's at is to pull a card. You pull a card and people go, 
oh, oh, that makes sense. Oh, I like that. Oh, look at that thing that's in the card. Oh, jump out at them. And it, it always, the visual thing. So using a visual medium to help people interpret what's going on in their life is actually a really easy way to, to get them home, I think. Yeah, and it's, it sounds really powerful. Yeah, it makes, um, it creates really quick aha moments. I'm a bit of a, um, I like to get to the point fairly quickly. I'm quite bullet point. When I do my day job and I have to write reports, I write them and I hand them to someone else to fluff them for me because they're very straight to the point. This is what's going on. This is what needs to happen. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I like to capture the chase, you know. So um, that visual representation helps out. You can you can shift people's mindset really quickly that way and change people's lives almost instantly. If they're ready. You've got to be ready, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like a really amazing way to help people and it is it's true you create a bit of space um and things just start to change and happen yeah definitely creating space is important holding space for somebody some people have never had anyone hold space for them yeah absolutely yeah they've never held space for themselves they don't even know how to do it um and i think you know i was having some conversations recently with people around parenting yourself and as little kids sometimes we're not parented in the best way parents do the best job they can don't get me wrong because it's a hard gig i know that only too well and you kind of make mistakes too or, you know, things like that. But maybe you need to be supported and encouraged and parenting. You weren't being parented that way as a child. So you need to learn how to do that for yourself. And it's tricky. It's hard to wrap your head around that concept of parenting the little six-year-old who's in your in there somewhere who just wanted to get on stage and sing, you know, or be an astronaut or anything like that. Or, you know, maybe, I don't know, some other very unique career that, you know, or, or something crazy. Maybe they wanted to climb Mount Everest. I don't know. Or do something in the Guinness Book of Records. That's always a popular one with when you're little, you know, the good old Guinness Book of Records. Well, maybe maybe they had to have some support around doing that, not necessarily to get there, but to um, say, hey, you can give it a go. Maybe, maybe you'd do things a little differently about us. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that sounds like a really unique way of coaching and um, and helping people grow. Um, yeah. I know previously we've talked about, you know, conversations you and I have had and we've talked about trusting your gut. Um, how do you get clients to trust their gut? Um, I ask them to find a situation in their lives where they didn't trust the gut, something went wrong. Um, and then I ask them to find a place when they did trust the gut. Because you know, there's always somewhere in there where you trusted your instincts. And I ask them to look at what the difference is between those two and what might have happened differently if they had gone this way. It's what you need to do is you need to get people to have a aha moment, that light bulb moment. They really need to, and they need to have it personally. It's like I can tell a story, and usually I will tell a, tell a story about something but I'll always ask them to find their story as well so that it's got some relevance. People only learn when things are relevant to them. Think about school when you did, you know, I don't know, trigonometry, and you're like, why am I doing this? Um, and I think about that because I've had high school kids, so, you know, that, that, and I'm like, it's okay, one day it'll make sense. And lo and behold, somewhere along the line, one of them said, oh, that makes sense because it has relevance later. But at the time when they were doing it, it had no relevance at all. They hated it. If you want, if you want to fast track someone and if you want to, get your kids especially to listen find the thing that makes sense to them and is relevant to them and i'll tell you what they'll do they'll do what you ask because it'll suddenly click yeah i had a little chuckle when you said about trigonometry before because i thought <laughs> yes um my daughter's not quite there but i can see you know because this is boring what am i going to use this for she's only nine so uh-huh. i might have to be using that trick <laughs> yeah 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 my daughter's um gone back to school and she's still working but she's gone back to study nutrition and she's doing biology and she rings me she goes mom i'm doing biology and i love it and i remember when she was in high school it was like pulling teeth together. I said, yeah, because now it's relevant. It all makes sense to you. And she's like, yeah, and she's done really, really well because now it makes sense. In high school, she did not do great because none of it made sense. It wasn't what she wanted to do. I, yeah. I, I can totally relate to that. I didn't really, 
I, got, I, I didn't hate school, but I didn't love it. I wasn't one of those kids. And then when I went to, when I eventually went to uni, which I never thought I'd do, um, I loved it. And my results were better than anything I'd ever done at school because I really, really loved it. And it was just, and it took me a while to find what I loved. I didn't go to uni until I was 24. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's amazing looking back and looking at the difference. Yeah. And I was the same. I didn't gain any extra qualifications until I was in my 40s. And I smashed out a whole bunch of things really quickly. Suddenly, it all made sense because it was relevant to me. It was relevant to do those things. I did a training and assessment um, set for on that, which is boring as batshit. <laughs> it seriously, it was, that six months was the hardest six months of my life. But that course is so relevant to what I do now, and it's so relevant to helping my clients. And I used so many bits of that. But it was a hard slog. It was not fun. But, yeah, and that's what I tell everybody who goes to do that, that particular course. If it's relevant to your work, do it. Get through it. You will use nearly everything in that course to help you. Um, especially working with, with people, with the teaching and, and working with the clients and things like that. But, um, yeah, that's what it's about. You've got to find relevance in it. If you want to trick your brain, find how, it, how it's going to be relevant and how it's going to help you and your brain will get on board because your brain wants to protect you. It wants you to take that easy road. It doesn't want you to do anything that's too hard. It wants you to be comfortable. Um, yeah, it just wants your brain trying to protect you, I think. So, yeah, it wants to keep you small and safe. It does, it does. Because if, if you don't move, you don't go out of your comfort zone, well, nothing's going to hurt you. There's still in that primal, you know, living in a cave kind of, brain really back <laughs> somewhere deep in there um so you know getting out of your comfort zone is really really uncomfortable but when you do it and you grow you, you level up and you just you can do amazing things and you're a great example to everyone around you don't realize the influence you stepping outside your comfort zone has on people around you you know even your kids will say to you oh because you did that thing i know i can now do that thing and that's amazing you sort of go oh, okay i might be actually winning at parenting today um, <laughs> Yeah, so I can totally relate to that. Some days I feel like I'm winning and some days not so much. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough year. It's a tough year. It definitely is. I can relate to that. And I guess, you know, for people like that don't have, have kids but have, like, businesses, your businesses are almost like your babies. So you have you can have a similar relationship with what you would have with, with your children as what you have with your business. Um, yeah. You know, because your business is a living entity as well. So, you know, you can have a conversation with, with your business as if it's another person and find out what it wants from you. That's a, another thing they do teach in with coaching is what's called aspecting. So you sit with the person and you ask them to have a conversation with the thing that they want to know what's going on with. It's a really simple way of putting it. So say it's your business. You ask your, pretend your business is sitting opposite you and you ask it what it wants to what it wants to achieve this year, what it would like you to do. And you just sit quietly and you wait for it to come to you. You have your journal, you, you write down the thoughts that pop into your head and you'd be really surprised at the direction that your business might want you to take it in because it is a living entity. It's become, it's a thing. That's probably the best way to describe it. Not the best way. There's probably somebody who put that into much better words than me. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's kind of just a bit. And it, that's a real, I've found that to be really helpful when I've been stuck with, in situations. And we all get stuck. We do. And yeah, yeah, we definitely do. Um, that leads us to the next point that we were saying we, we talk about today. And it's how do you get your clients to move forward when they are really feeling stuck? Um, sometimes you have to be cruel to be kind. You have to say to them very bluntly, do you like where you are? Do you really want to, you know, be where you are within this now if you don't want to come see me because the things we're going to need to do they're not going to be pleasant you're going to learn from them you're going to grow from them i'm going to be there holding your hand but i need to see some results i need to see you putting in otherwise you know i will say to people you kind of wasting your money if you don't want to do the things that you know you need to do um and i will not take on some clients or i will fire clients because they don't want to move forward they just want to be stuck in that victim mode they want to be stuck in there they're comfortable in their in their mud you know they're like a little pig the pig sits in mud for long enough he doesn't know he's sitting in mud it's gotten warm it's comfortable but it's squishy. <laughs> you know it's just a bit the same so um getting them aware of the fact that they're sitting in mud still um and then 
slowly, well, not slowly, really, probably did it sometimes with a little bit of a boy hammer, getting them out of that, moving them out of that, you know, having to move out of that, and have to be speaking or sort of have a really honest conversation. And sometimes people have, have businesses too that are not thriving and because they're not a viable business. But when we put so much time and effort into something like that, and it is our baby, we don't want to let it go. But sometimes when they say that's not working, it's, you know, I've told people to take time out from the business and maybe go get a job find something that, that can separate them a little bit. Um, and they, you know, sometimes people don't like that. Like, well, they're not come back for those reasons. Um, yeah, but sometimes you've got to point out all the things that are going wrong. Yeah. And I guess, you know, there is no one size fits all. Sometimes you do have to try something different or sometimes you do have to close that business and start something new or, or try something different because it's just, you can't do the same thing if it's not working. Yeah. And you always learn, even when something is, considered a failure and I'm not a fan of that word or don't think about it as a failure because you always learn something if something doesn't work out the way you expected it to there are always takeaways from it there are always things that you learn it's so maybe that's sometimes all that you needed to do in that business or in that life choice or even that job maybe even with that partner um you needed to have those experiences learn those lessons so that later on you either don't make them or you can make better choices you don't know you just um it's part of that that soul's journey you don't know what you actually agreed upon before you got here so um yeah, sometimes you, you do things and people do say to you, what did you do that for? And you can't answer them. But then one day it will become clear. Oh, I went along that path to pivot with me here. And I've always still succeeded each time. Um, yeah, that's that's really beautiful because I do, I, I do feel sometimes we focus on the negatives, you know, like something's happened and it's negative, but it's really you need to look beyond that. What did that situation or that circumstance or that relationship make you do or, you know, help you take that next step to do something for that next version of you to come out? Yeah, yeah. And Maybe their things aren't positive and negative. Maybe they're just things. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I've had a few businesses that I've, you know, squad the dead horse with, you know, that I haven't wanted to let go until it's too late. Um, but that's probably my thing to get over is the money that I need to learn. And sometimes you just need to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got something to learn. <laughs> we most certainly do. <laughs> oh. Well, it's nearly Christmas time, so let's talk about New Year's resolutions. What are your thoughts about them? Um, I know personally I don't like them. I feel like you know, I've never actually made a New Year's resolution because I feel like, you know, January comes, it's like, yep, New Year's resolution, and then February it's like, oh, no, nah, it's all right. I'll, I'll stop going to the gym. I don't need to go today. Like, I just don't feel like, I don't know, I just don't feel like they're my thing. But um, I know there are lots of people's, you know, lots of people like New Year's resolutions. So how do you help clients approach them and what are your thoughts around them? Um, again, it depends on you. You know, do you like them? Are you going to stick to it? If, it gonna, if you make a new resolution and a week in, you fall off the wagon, you're not going to the gym, you're not uh, you're not doing the thing, like maybe it's healthy food. It always gets you around some sort of thing that has something to do with your body generally. It's like around your health and fitness, it's the food you're eating, it's alcohol you're drinking, or any of those things. If you fall off the wagon in a week, you're going to smell even worse. So if you're going to make a new resolution, awesome. But, you know, it's such a, a demarcation line in the calendar that, you know, you can pin something to it do it but make it small make it doable and then build on it so make a habit so say you decide oh, i'm gonna stop drinking alcohol but you have two glasses of wine every night well, why don't you just say on wednesday i'm going to have one glass of wine and do that for a week on next week thursday and like do it slowly and build up to it because then by the end of x amount of time you might find you have a glass of wine on friday and that's it and you've achieved that over time you've set habits in place and you'll feel like a winner whereas if you just decided to stop cold turkey um, and then suddenly started to have your wine again, you're going to feel like rubbish. You're probably going to have three glasses a night. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> you don't have to pick a junk food. Everyone's like, oh, you can't eat the junk food. I'm like, mm, you can't eat it all the time. It's not good for your body. But um, maybe maybe you'll limit yourself. Maybe you'll go, I won't eat junk food after dinner. So 
but after mid smack you might have a you know if you're junk food of choice of potato chips might have a little bowl of potato chips you're not denying yourself but you're still going to reach a goal and then once you realize you can reach goals you can set other goals in your life and other habits in your life to achieve the things you want to achieve because start slow you can't just go all in you you're setting yourself up for failure you know there might be some people that can go all in and just do it like that but the majority of us just can't do it our lives are busy we don't have the bandwidth to put out more pressure on ourselves with with those kinds of goals um so many of those things pros and cons if you're going to start simple, go for it. Make it easy, make it doable. And pat yourself on the back when you do it as well. So just celebrate the win, no matter how small it is. You know, just celebrate yourself because the wins will get bigger. And just because the win's small to you now or doesn't mean that that's not a gigantic win in another person's opinion. So, yeah, I'm a big one for celebrating your wins as well as opposed to those very big ones. But do I make one? Probably not because um, I'll probably forget, to be terribly honest. <laughs> When you were talking about, you know, goals and, and the wine, for example, I was thinking about, you know, I was relating it back to business goals. It's like, you don't, you know, you'd like to think you're going to business and you're going to make, you know, a mill in your first year, but, you know, depending on your business and, and other factors, you know, you've got to set more realistic goals than, you know, a mill in your first 12 months. Yeah. And maybe a million in your first 12 months could be doable if you were working 20 hours a day. Well, you have to always start your business. You've probably started your business more for a lifestyle reason, especially women, women start businesses more for lifestyle reasons than money reasons. Um, especially if they've got young kids, they'll be like, I need to make some extra money, but I need to work around my kids. So there's a few factors in place there. So setting those goals, realistic goals and setting them up slowly and tracking them as well. So if you want to make some sales, that'll be a goal. So track your sales and track your sales conversations. You can't make sales because you don't have a sales conversation. <laughs> you know, that's just how it works. And or, you know, are you wanting to make have those conversations on social media? Start to track. Where you're putting your inputs in. Collect the data. Data is really important in business. Data is what will show you where where you're going and where you're slipping up really, really quickly. And it will help you navigate if you need to turn a corner um, or change directions slightly or anything like that. So, but you need a goal tracker. So there's heaps of them on Pinterest. Pinterest is my, I love Pinterest. Pinterest is my place I got a play. Um, so you can just type in goal tracker and there'll be heaps of them come up. Lots of freebies out there. So find a goal tracker that you like and start using it. Um, there's a great book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And um, he has some goal trackers, I'm pretty sure, on his website. And he talks about how you create a habit. So a habit helps you achieve a goal. And he breaks it down really into different. It's a fabulous book. I read that cover to cover. I need to go read it again because it's, um, I think I devoured it too quickly and I just didn't take much of it in. Um, and, you know, speaking of goals, vision boarding is another great way. That is a tool I use all the time. You've got old vision board. And um, that helps me focus where my energy needs to go and achieve some amazing things very, very quickly. So um, I think possibly come the new year, we might do a couple of vision board workshops. Um, yeah, and actually, that, I've just kind of gone, that would be a great idea. That makes perfect sense. Vision board so much easier to do around New Year's time than, um, than a New Year's resolution. Have some pretty pictures on your vision board and get focused on a whole year of what you need to do. Yeah, that's such a great idea. And I was just looking at my wall and I'm like, where's my vision board? Since we've moved, I must still be... <laughs> out because if you don't have it in front of you front and center you're not subconsciously programming yourself to let that those things come true yeah absolutely yeah you're so spot on with that yeah, I love it. so kerry tell us where our listeners can find you um so i'm at instagram i love to play on instagram again visual medium so i love pretty pictures um so it's just kerry gravina um at instagram so and also have a facebook page called kerry gravina clairvoyant so all this will be in the show notes. I know you'll pop it in the show notes. Um, but you can join me over there on Facebook. Um, I do post to Twitter, but I don't get on Twitter much anymore. I still love Twitter. 
And they're about all the socials that I do do. I also have a website. So again, just my name, Kerry Gravina, and all my offers are up on the website. And there's a newsletter, but of course, join the newsletter because there's always extra special things that come out on the newsletter. And yeah, say hi. Just drop me a line and say hi. I love to have a chat. And yeah, I do love Instagram. So there'll, there'll be a lot of cats. There's a lot of cat photos too as well. Um, oh, I haven't noticed them. I've been looking at the cards every day. <laughs> the cards, yeah. So on my page, so if you go over to my stories, there's usually the cats. I'm trying to keep the page just the cards. I do a reading every day, um, an energetic reading with either some oracle cards or some tarot cards and just give you a bit of a heads up on what to expect for the day. So that's that's super handy. I get amazing feedback from people with that. And that really, that kind of, that lights me up more than anything else is to get that feedback and someone will say, that was spot on, that really helped me or, you know, thank you. I look forward to hearing these every day. And they might not even like my page, but they'll, they'll pop in and private message me because sometimes people, you know, sometimes you don't want to like your page. You don't want other people to know your business. I think that's what happens sometimes too. You know, I find there's a lot of people out there that read my page that my stats don't show that. Wow. Great. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Before we finish up, um, give us, give our, our listeners a, a final thought or key takeaways from, from today or from what you do. Um, wow. A key takeaway. I don't know. Um, just follow your dream. I think trust, trust your intuition. And if you don't know how to trust your intuition, come find me. I'll help you do that. Um, but, yeah, just just be you. The more you are you, one, the happier you're going to be. The more you'll just bring good stuff into your life. If you want to manifest things really quickly, just be yourself. And the universe will, will just drop little, little secret surprises to you. Um, and take notice of the things around you as well. Take notice of your environment. Take notice of the beauty that's out there in the world. We've had a pretty rough patch these last couple of years. It's not been fabulous, but there's still a lot of goodness and a lot of beauty and a lot of really positive things going on in the world. So I just want people to focus on that. Focus on the good stuff. Yeah, that's really beautiful um, and really powerful. Yeah, I think once you're in... in in tune with yourself and, and being yourself and being happy, things just change and happen. They really do. Um, and it's quite magical. You know, we do, you know, it's a pretty magical world we live in if you allow yourself to see that magic. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. That was brilliant. And as always, um, kick-ass women and fellow workwives, remember you're not alone because collaboration is power and most importantly, we all get it. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.
Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.